What up, world? We are back at it again with your favorite, favorite recruiter, Elijah. Uh, we are back at it again with another great episode of Wolfpack Unleashed. Uh, I'm so excited for uh, this episode. This is uh, another episode with one of my former students um, that I, when I go up to the university, I always try to make sure that, you know, they're okay. But most importantly, I always try to track their journey and, you know, uh, peek in just to make sure that they're okay and if they need somebody to talk to. Uh, but um, I'm not going to go into more of her story. I'm going to let her talk about herself. Uh, so, Kata, go ahead and tell the people a little bit about you. Uh, let them know who you are and we'll go from there. Uh, hey, everyone. Uh, my name is Kata Johnson. I am a sophomore this year at UNR. Um, I am a Black student. I major in psychology and I work in the financial aid office on campus. Um, I'm from Las Vegas originally, and I am a first-generation college student, so. Woo, woo, first generation. We all know how hard that is. Uh, I don't care what anybody said, first generation is a hard, um, for hard situation. Why? Because we're in a situation where we gotta learn everything ourselves. That is very hard. Um, and Kata, I commend you just for, you know, taking the step of going to Reno, but most importantly, taking the step as a, a young, um, black woman, um, you know, in a city that you don't really know about, but taking it by storm. Uh, we've heard so many great things about you um, just in regards to, um, you know, the type of student that you are. And we'll go in that more today. But just what teachers have told me and Devin about you, man, you're doing a great job. Uh, so we are proud of you and uh, words can't express of, of just the, um, you know, the excitement that we have when we see you on campus and doing the great things that you're doing. Uh, but, you know, it actually goes into my first question. What made you choose uh, Reno? Um, you know, again, you had probably a lot of recruiters, you know, come at you, you know, your senior year, you had a lot of people um, that kind of, you know, I wouldn't say in your head, but a lot of people telling you to go which direction. What made you, you know, kind of stand on, um, you know, maybe not necessarily faith, but maybe step on, you know, again, faith, because uh, I know what you what you believe in, uh, but your faith, you know, and kind of be thinking, hey, this is the right direction for me. Um, I chose Reno. I chose UNR because for me personally, um, UNR was just not the wave. I mean, I'm sorry, UNLV was just not the wave. Um, I I didn't really see much progress coming from UNLV, and so I just wanted to kind of steer clear from there. Um, but at UNR, I had already met people from there and I already had, you know, colleagues that I made the contacts with from there and like, you know, previous seniors before me who are now graduating that I was friends with in high school. And they were telling me, you know, about all the things that helped them out that UNR offered that UNLV doesn't. And so I thought that that was the best option to just have the best resources and best scholarships and, you know, just everything to help me along my way. Because regardless, it's going to be hard. So I wanted as much help as I possibly could have gotten. And I didn't think UNLV offered that same support that UNR did. I mean, I think you hit it on the nail. I think it it, it comes to like when I made my decision, um, you know, I had plenty of schools that I could have chose from, uh, but it was just what I felt and what I knew the resources that was offered to me uh, so I can be able to succeed on time, uh, not in a situation where I'm succeeding, um, but it's taken me years in order for me to succeed, you know, but, you know, being able to make an impact right then and there. So I appreciate you saying that because uh, I think that's huge um, as well. You are. Go ahead. I also um, thought about the fact because I did get accepted to Howard University, but I also thought about the fact that like 
it's been traditional that, you know, we tend to gravitate towards our people. And I felt like that was such a stereotype of me. So I was like, well, I need to, you know, be one of those like Ruby Bridges type people and like break the standard of like us usually going to HBCUs and go to a predominantly white school where I don't really know, you know, anybody or anything like that. So I felt like it was just, you know, a leap towards the right direction and like a leap towards change and like doing your part and all of that kind of stuff. I think it was more than just a leap. Uh, and honestly, that kind of goes into my next question. Uh, but I think in order for you to break the mold, in order for uh, the University of Nevada, Reno to be on somebody's radar where they're like, hey, I had a great time or I had a great experience or I seen more people um, that were uh, African-American up there or, you know, Hispanic or, um, you know, Asian-American. Like, again, you, you can't say that if you've never broken the mold. So it starts with us. Um, you know, with being able to do those things, slowly but surely breaking those molds. Uh, so more students that, you know, come behind us, like Kata, your your cousins, your your nieces, you know, all those people that are coming behind you. Now you're in a position where you're like, oh, OK, you know, Kata did it. She's successful. I want to be able to do the same. Don't get me wrong. I don't knock, you know, any HBCU. I'm grateful for what they're doing. Uh, but still, at the same time, why why can't the University of Nevada, Reno end up taking that torch? for those West Coast, um, those West Coast schools, I'm sorry, those East Coast schools and do it in the West Coast and be able to kind of take that torch. Um, but that leads me to my next question. You are a part of our Nevada Scholars of Tomorrow program. Um, and we just talked to one of our former students as well, um, Kennedy, uh, in our last episode. But I wanted to ask you, what stood out for you in that program that helped you now on your journey? Um, that you maybe the tools that was used um, or something like or the tools that maybe that were given to you that you're possibly using now that are helping you become successful? Um, I was big on taking advantage of like places like the center is like a big place where, you know, people tend to gather and things like that. Um, they also like offer free printing and you can do like studying there and like hang out, you can eat in there. You know, we have like room full of conversation sometimes. And like one of my other mentors, Jody, you'll come out and like indulge us in a conversation for the day or something like that. So the center was definitely a good resource and like a good place for my friends and I to like study, but also have fun and hang out. Um, I also took advantage of the Disability Resource Center. Um, it they have different ways like that they can help you you know through your classes and everything if you're struggling like um, I have a note taker who sends me my notes you know after class and stuff um, I have somebody I have extra time like an extended time on my tests and everything so um, if you have like issues with test taking or like notes or if you can't make it to your lectures all that kind of stuff the disability resource center is definitely somewhere to take advantage um, I also kind of tying into that the ASUN has like packed provisions and stuff and so I would use campus escort on Saturdays and Sundays to go do my grocery shopping and they'll like drive you up there and bring you back with your groceries and stuff I also got help um from like ASUN advisors to like sign up for um food stamps and stuff to another expense is taken off my list of things that I have to pay for so definitely help with groceries and then getting a free ride on top of it so it just took a lot of weight off my shoulders and other things I had to think of. 
I think that's huge. Um, I'm glad as a program, you know, for Nevada Scholars and tomorrow, we were able to, you know, put you in touch with those resources because I think at the end of the day, um, you can't succeed unless you are in a position of knowing these things because a lot of people don't know about campus score. A lot of people don't know about PAC provisions. A lot of people don't know about, um, you know, just the center. A lot of people don't know so many different things that these, source, these resources offer. Uh, so to have a student utilize them, I feel like me and Devin, we did our job. Uh, by, you know, pushing you guys and make sure you do that. Um, Kata also has one more thing that she needs to be a part of, um, but we're not going to throw that, throw her under the bus, but uh, Trio is definitely going to be a next, uh, her next, um, you know, resources that she used because we want her to succeed, uh, not just in the classroom, but outside of the classroom as well, to be able to bridge the gap uh, with her being able to start her next chapter, whether that's her master's program or her PhD program, uh, being able to help her with that. Um, also, Kato, you work in the financial aid office. Um, some people don't like going there. I know I didn't, uh, because again, when you go there, it's usually some issues that you're trying to fix. Uh, but, um, I enjoy the people that work there because I know how hard you guys work in order for, you know, students to be able to succeed and stay at the university. Um, uh, but one of the things that I wanted to ask you is from everything that you've seen over, you know, your course of your year of working there. What is one thing that you can tell our students or parents that are coming into their first year? Um, some things that you might have noticed um, that students can be able to be aware of or maybe something that they can fix before they get here or anything, uh, anything like that. Um, I would say the biggest error I see students make is not checking their to do list items in their mind Nevada. My Nevada is your central hub for all things enrollment and financial aid. So you need to just circulate through there, click around, all that kind of stuff, because most of the questions you guys ask us, you can find out on your own by going to your My Nevada. So then, you know, you cut the middleman out and just can do it yourself. So I would definitely say, like, check out My Nevada, click around, you know, see what does what. I would also recommend that if you are using My Nevada, do it on like a desktop or a laptop because um, you don't get the same you know, accessibility on your phone as you do like sitting at a desktop. So it's a lot easier to navigate things that way. Um, and I will also say when you are contacting us or like emailing and calling, be as specific as possible because there's so many people we talk to through the course of a day. We don't know you personally. I need to know that your name is whatever your name is and your student number. And so you need to be as specific as possible as to what your issue is because it just makes our job a lot quicker and a lot faster instead of us having to look up your account and figure out that it was your to-do list item that held up your financial aid offer letter when that's something I could have just told you if you had the information you know yourself I didn't have to do all the looking up and stuff if you would have just known what the issue is so I would definitely say like have as much information and as much details as possible when you're coming to ask questions. Okay, gave the unleashed version. I love it. I love it. I love it. Um, I think that is huge. I think because that's what holds students up. Um, as we wrap up, you know, my last question is normally kind of my favorite because it always go kind of goes back into, um, you know, just a conversation. But I actually want to ask you a question. And this is, you could be as personable as you want. Uh, you could be as, as raw as you want. But uh, again, want to keep it still, you know, uh, what we need to. But um, the one question I want to ask you is if you could tell your senior self, so I'm not talking about like senior getting ready to graduate. I'm talking about beginning of senior year. Like you just started in August, that person, 
if you could tell her anything, words of advice, anything, um, you know, what to stay away from, whatever the case may be, or maybe embrace, um, what would some of your words be for that student? And, and the only reason why I'm asking you to give that advice is because there's going to be a young lady that is in the same position that is listening to this episode that is going to be the same person who you are. She's going to be that same person. So that's the reason why I'm asking you this, because your, your testimony is somebody's breakthrough. So what you have been through is what somebody is going to be able to be able to, to get through in their life. They might get through it quicker than what you did, but they need they might need you to be able to pull them through. So my question to you, again, I'll restate it, is if you could talk to your younger self, senior year, August, that first week of school, if that person could just receive a letter from the future you, what would it say? It would abs the first thing would absolutely be spend your refund check wisely. Because when I was going into college, I didn't know we even got a refund check. I was just like, okay, those are my scholarships. It paid for things. And that's just that. I didn't know that anything would be coming back to me. And so when that hit my bank account and I'm trying to figure out where it came from, I was like, oh, hold on, hold on. I'm big balling now. I am big balling. I got money to spare, money to spend. Okay. So then I went and I balled out like crazy. And then throughout the semester, I have an apartment. So I had rent to pay um, on top of like homework and having a job and then like a social life. And so then I just made things way harder on myself by using my refund check to buy like stupid stuff than using, than using it to like pay rent and like transportation or something like that. Because it was, and then I didn't invest in like a computer purchase or anything. So you just need to invest it back into your education and not like go buy shoes or a dog or something. Cause one of my friends bought like three different pets with her refund check and then got rid of them all. So it was just very dumb decision. So definitely spend your refund check wisely. I think that's some good advice. I think I wish I would have had that advice too. Um, I didn't necessarily spend my refund check. Um, you know, all willy nilly. That's just me. Um, but the only reason why I didn't is because um, when I got to my junior year, I had to pay for rent. So I would always use my refund check for my rent. So whatever extra money that I had, that would go strictly to rent that I had so I can be able to pay for that. And whatever money I had left over can go to me, uh, whether that's gas or, you know, paying bills and stuff like that. But that money would always go towards that. So, you know, I definitely love that advice. Um, you know, again, I appreciate you being on, uh, again, me and Devin, we've received multiple emails from multiple professors, letting us know how great you were doing, whether that's some of the, uh, stuff that you've written, um, maybe that's just a student, um, you personally in their classroom, we have received plenty of stuff in regards of just, just praising you. And we're not trying to get your head big, but we're trying to give you your flowers while you're, while you're here to smell them. Um, at the end of the day, you deserve it. You have a lot, a lot to, to you have so much that you have left to grow, uh, but we want to be here to be able to give it to you right now while you're, while you're here. Uh, so I just want to let you know, I'm proud of you. Um, as we end, is there any advice that you have for our incoming? Um, is there any advice that you have left over? Um, I would definitely, like my last piece of incoming advice would be like, get your homework done ahead of time. Like time management is definitely a big part of like succeeding through college. It's not even necessarily like if you're smart enough or anything like that, it's how do you manage your time knowing 
what assignments you have coming up. Like you have to always be anticipating what's up and coming in the next week and the next week. And so like a good rule of thumb that I use for myself personally is have whatever assignment done two days before it's due and then turn, just turn it in early. At least two days before it's due, have it finished. And if I'm writing an essay, I know that my friend group likes to hang out all the time. So I like to write my essay, take a whole week to write it instead of just cramming it in one night. So I take a whole week and I write a little bit by a little bit and I like make an outline like how much I'm going to write today, how much I'll write tomorrow. And then you just take your time, you know, working through the assignments. If I have a test, I know that like I'll block out that day and like tell my friends like I can't hang out today because I have to study. I have a test tomorrow, all that kind of stuff. So you just have to you have to know your syllabus and anticipate the upcoming assignments. And always read to the end of your syllabus because professors give extra points if you know what you're talking about at the end of the syllabus. Like one of my professors, it was like a, a random line and it was like, um, if you got to the end of the syllabus, email me and let me know you read the syllabus and then you get extra 40 points of extra credit. A lot of students don't read their syllabus. So if you finish it and you read through it, then they might give you a reward. You might find out extra credit opportunities, alternative assignments, so you don't have to take a test. It's just important to read. I think that's some good advice. Uh, I definitely, because I didn't read it at the end of my syllabus. Hey, let's just be honest here. Uh, but again, I was always in my my teacher's uh, office hours as well. So I always made up for it. Um, but thank you so much, Kata, for being on. Thank you for tuning in to our latest episode. Uh, but most importantly, uh, thank you for subscribing. If you haven't subscribed, please go to your either Apple podcast, um, go to Spotify, or you can either go to Google Play and you can be able to subscribe to Wolfpack Unleashed. Um, and again, if you haven't told a friend, tell a friend as well as comment. The reason why we ask you to comment is because we want to be able to ask those um, students that we're bringing on our faculty or alumni those questions that you want answered. Uh, so thank you for being on. Thank you guys for being uh, great listeners. But most importantly, if you have not done so, please make sure you have a smile on your face for the rest of the day.